Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Happy New Year. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. If you are anything like me, you love a new year. I am not one of those people who is like online saying, I hate content on New Year's Eve. Like, let's not change ourselves. Like, no, I love personal growth and the opportunity to do it. I am here for it. I will say this isn't going to be your typical podcast episode where it's like, here's, you know, seven habits to wake up early or anything like that. So you can rest assured it won't be cringy, but it's going to be my take on a New Year's episode. And I have to do it because I found myself listening to all of the New Year's content this week on podcasts. And I was like, okay, if I love these, then my best friends over in my community definitely love them as well. So I needed to do an episode on basically I I feel like I do have a kind of a different approach to New Year's and it's definitely evolved over the years. So I wanted to share it with you. And I found these seven questions that changed, I think, every New Year's and how I'm going to do it from here on out and going forward. So I can't wait to share those with you. But before we get into all that, I'm jumping ahead. Let's start with in alignment and out of alignment this week. In alignment, I'm just going to say exactly what I was just saying. I love a fresh start. I love a reflection. I love any opportunity to take a beat. So if there wasn't like a Christmas break in between, I think my New Year's maybe wouldn't hit as hard. But I find that I truly love the New Year every single year because I am always burnt out right before the New Year because we're all like working, trying to like tie the year in a bow at work. And because of that, I always end up super burnt out and like really needing that Christmas break. It's only like a week and a half total, but it just feels so much more significant than that. And I think if I didn't have that break where I can intentionally just like relax, stop working and actually take a step back to like take a beat and reflect, I usually spend most of it just enjoying and relaxing and all of the things. And then when we get to the end where we're about to start work again and we start thinking about New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff, that's when I get to really reflect and feel removed enough from the chaos of life to actually be able to reflect. Like It's hard to reflect when you're in it. So that break really helps. And I don't necessarily do resolutions. I do more reflections and a fresh start. And what do I want more of and less of next year? And I do find every year that I end up reevaluating like my career because like I said, I finally have a break from the chaos of the day-to-day of career and I don't know, I just always end up having takeaways, which we'll get into. So what's in alignment for me is the just the chance to take a break from work and having that break and I was supposed to be doing freelance work over break and I ended up getting out of it and thank God because I just spent so much time relaxing and resetting and working out and quality time with family and Ethan. And it's just was much, much needed. 
out of alignment. Well, for starters, I'm for sure getting sick. I had a wedding on New Year's Eve and it's officially like three days later when you're listening to this when I'm recording it. And I have swollen glands and my throat hurts. And I know a lot of people have COVID right now. A lot of people that I was with at the wedding, like their significant other had COVID, their kid had COVID. So I'm kind of like, I have no doubt that I'm getting COVID right now. So that kind of sucks. But also like, I guess what's out of alignment, but also in alignment is immediately being thrown back into work is kind of like shell shock because I got thrown. It wasn't like easing into work. It's like, ah, we got to get these videos done. Like got to get ahead right when I got back into work. And it was kind of like jarring. It's like we all have whiplash, I feel like, in the corporate world because of it. And I think what's out of alignment, but also in alignment, is I'm kind of just like working overtime to manage my stress and be aware of it, which again is part of the amazing part of like being able to reflect. So again, we'll get into all that in this episode. So let's just breathe in what's in alignment for us and breathe out what's out of alignment for us. (sighs) All right, let's get into the topics. Nope. Just kidding. I follow this like intro outline, so to speak, and we're not getting into topics because this is not a guest episode. But I did just want to mention before we get into this episode that if you head over to my YouTube channel, I did a plan with me video that's a lot more like in-depth goal setting, more of your typical resolutions kind of video, but more broken down into like actionable steps and actionable items for goal setting. So if you want content that's more like that, I definitely recommend going over to YouTube to my plan with me video and subscribe because I'm going to be doing that every single month to hold myself accountable to planning out my content and planning out my life and my goals and all that kind of stuff. Because as we'll get into my theme of this year is be intentional. So that's one way I'm going to be more intentional is keeping up with those plan with me videos every month. And the fact that it's a video I'm doing on YouTube every month will hold me accountable. So head over there. Let's get into this episode, though. So as I was saying... I live for New Year's. I don't necessarily make those typical resolutions. I think because I'm honestly taking care of myself year-round. Like, I don't have to make resolutions, luckily, that are like, I'm feeling like absolute crap and I need to start working out from scratch. Like, I'm not, luckily, in a position where I feel the need to, like, overhaul my entire life, you know? Like, I think in the past, I've been like, oh, my God, haven't been working out. My stomach is so bloated and I have to make these big grand resolutions of like, this is the year of figuring out my stomach issues and I'm going to work out this many times a week. So I don't really feel that necessarily this year, which is way better in my opinion. Um, yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think making 10,000 changes is really realistic anyway, but I use it as an opportunity to reflect do less of what didn't work for me the year before and more of what did. And this year I found these seven questions from Sahil Bloom that Lauren Bostick reposted that I ended up doing on January 1st and really prefer it to making a goals list because it'll allow me to just, I ended up having so many takeaways at the end of it and more of a like 
do more of this, do less of this, and just more of like an intention and focus and theme of the year. So I wanted to share the questions with you. It allowed me to just flesh things out. You can also, instead of these seven questions, just do a list that's literally less of this, more of this, and reflect on like what didn't feel good for you last year, what was out of alignment last year, and what was in alignment, and just change it to a more and less list. That's a great, easy way to do it. Um, and I'll share mine once we get to that part of the seven questions because it's it's kind of in there. But I also love to pick a theme of each year, like a focus. So last year, my focus was release the pressure on social media. I, in 2022, it was my year of like quit the full-time job, was doing a million side hustles, working the front desk of Rumble. And I do want to say, I think I always say this, that was like one of the if not the best year of my entire life. And I had zero necessarily like accomplishments. Like this year, I feel like I should say is the best year of my life. Like I work at Dear Media. I got engaged. I ran a half marathon. Like it was an amazing year, but I still look back at that year where I was hustling and working at Rumble and all of those things as like one of the best years of my life. And and that's something that I should reflect on as well, I think. But anywho, that year I had a lot of pressure on social media because I felt like I could only sustain that lifestyle for so long. And if I didn't, you know, become a full-time YouTuber that month or that year, then I almost failed myself. I don't know. I had so much pressure on myself that I do not feel at all now, which means the theme and intention of last year worked. But I how I ended up releasing the pressure on social media was I went back into a full-time job. As you know, I started planning less and creating content more in flow and more for fun as a creative outlet outside of work and no longer putting that label of like, this is a job on it, which I think helped me in so many ways. And I feel so much lighter and just better about the kind of content that I was creating in terms of like, I don't really care I don't feel in, I don't feel in a rush anymore, I guess. Like I felt like I in 2022 I was in this big rush to make it on social media. And now I'm kind of like I don't really need to make it on social media or have it be my one and only full-time job. That feels a little unsustainable anyway. And I don't know, I just kind of came back to why I love social media in the first place and it's not having to do with money or work or anything like that. So I just feel a lot better about it in that sense. And I have a new appreciation for a full-time job, which is a whole nother episode. But for this year, my focus and my theme of the year is intention or be intentional because I want to bring the intention back in. Just because you plan your content doesn't make you inauthentic. And I think I spoke about this in another episode recently because a big part of why I released pressure on social media last year was also this idea of like, if you surrender you'll attract more. And I was just seeing all these people, like there's so many TikTokers that literally just share their lives with no intention or why or message at all. And it's just for fun and they blow up and that is amazing for them. And they will be the first to give the advice of like, stop planning so much, just throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. And like, I think it made me feel almost stupid for being someone who's really strategic and thoughtful with my approach to social media. So this year I kind of just let all that shit go, but it really was more for my mental health at the end of the day. But all that to say, 
I just came back to, I had this like epiphany at the end of this year where like, you can be intentional with your message in order to be authentically yourself online. So you, it doesn't make you strategic or inauthentic to be intentional with your content or to plan your content. And I think when I'm not intentional or planning or, you know, thinking about my content as much, it's fun and I don't feel as much pressure, sure, but I kind of get lost in the sauce and I'm more prone to almost posting things that aren't, don't feel like me just because that's like what people are doing or that's what's working for other people. And I think this year, I just want to get back to being more intentional because that's a huge part of YouTube. And this year, more than ever, I put so much less thought into YouTube. And that's all due to having this full-time job that kind of took over. And I think I was feeling defeated after four years of being like the best YouTuber you've ever seen in terms of like planning and intention and the production. Like I went to Denver with Ethan and planned three different travel videos. One was like, I reached out to locals and they sent me clips in to give me the recommendations and give me also another video on like what it's like to live in Denver. And I compiled everyone's advice together and I showed you and it was kind of insane, like amazing. And, but really thought out intentional content that I planned for like two months ahead of that trip. So YouTube, you can't really do without being strategic or thoughtful or planning. And YouTube brings out the best parts in me. I think I spoke about how this year I hit 10K on YouTube and it felt like I didn't earn it this year because for four years I was so intentional and thoughtful and planning and production and all the things. And this year I kind of just like was vlogging to vlog, which again was great because I released pressure. But anyway, I think I'm beating a dead horse here, but YouTube brings out the best parts of me and it's my favorite platform because there's so much more involved from a production standpoint and a creative process standpoint than let's say like in an Instagram reel. I said that weird Instagram reel. <laughs> so this year I'm just, I'm being more intentional with my time, not taking on random freelance jobs or overworking myself. I'm being more intentional with my content. I'm planning more to be a little more stress-free and get back to being just proud of my YouTube content because that shit takes planning and intention no matter what, how you slice it. Like you cannot be a good YouTuber without being intentional and planning and also being intentional with my relationships this year. I mean, I'm going to be wedding planning this year and I'm going to have to be way more intentional and thoughtful when it comes to family and Ethan and make, making sure to just keep it light, I guess, and fun and just like be really intentional about that. So again, that's a whole other episode, but let's get into the seven questions. And then at the end of this episode, I am going to give you more podcast recs. I listened to a bunch of New Year's like podcasts this week, and I wanted to give you guys a bunch of recommendations because if you love this kind of content like I do, I know a lot of people hate it, but I assume if you're listening to this one, you love it and I'm living for it. So I'm going to give you some recommendations at the end of this episode of other ones that you can listen to. So let's get into the seven questions. Let me get my journal out. And then I'm going to kind of give you some examples. Obviously, some things are a little personal or like I don't really want to talk about, you know, let's say family or work because they might hear it. So <laughs> I will probably leave some things out to keep it personal, but I'll give you some examples. So let me just read the prompts so that you can write them down. 
and then I'll kind of go through them. Number one, what did I change my mind on this year? And feel free to like pause in between to write them down. Number two, what created energy this year? Number three, what drained my energy this year? Number four, who were the boat anchors in my life this year? Number five, what did I not do because of fear? Number six, what were my greatest hits and my worst misses? Number seven, what did I learn this year? And then three pages of focus for 2024. I guess that's up for your interpretation. I didn't really know what that meant, but after I did the seven questions, I kind of just use it as three pages to take all of that and like get focused on my intention and theme and everything for 2024. So I'll kind of run through it. Also, I will post these questions on the Dare to Self-Care Instagram stories. So go follow over there. Okay, so for what did I change my mind on this year? A few things I wrote. This was a little harder for me, but I think the first thing I wrote was actually what I just kind of broke down for you, which is intention is everything. Moving from a place of intention rather than pressure is key. I also decided this year that I value stability and structure over freedom sometimes in this phase of my life. Like I said, my favorite year was that year of freedom and working at Rumble and running around. But as I grow up, I am valuing a little more stability structure and also like financial stability. You know, wedding planning's coming up, releasing pressure off social media, all of that kind of lends itself to having a consistent paycheck, giving me a lot more peace in those areas. And another thing I changed my mind on this year was running. I decided to give running a real shot after saying I absolutely hated it and it has added so much value to my life. So that was a big thing I changed my mind on this year. What created energy this year? Again, running created so much literal energy for me this year and space and time outside off a screen. Training for a half, again, got me off the screen, got me feeling proud, strong. Girls nights, when I look back at this year, every single time I hung out with my girls, it just gave me so much energy and joy. Nights ordering in with Ethan, as much as I love a date night, I love ordering in, sitting down on our floor with our food on our coffee table in our small New York City apartment that I know we'll look back on one day and just ordering in with him and like enjoying time at home. That's funny. Someone just texted me, you inspired me to go on a wild goose chase this AM for pistachio milk. Why does nowhere have it? (laughs) Also, what created energy this year? Of course, Ethan's proposal. (laughs) What drained my energy this year? Working until 7 p.m. every day and stressing over things that might not be in my control, family dynamics, and we'll get to kind of like my adjustments in those areas because that'll be in my like overall 2024 focus takeaway. Okay. Who were my boat anchors? I'm not going to name these because I don't want to offend anyone who's not on the list, (laughs) but obviously Ethan's in there. What did I not do because of fear? I didn't answer this question. I could not think of anything. And I guess that's a good thing, right? Like, I guess... I don't do a lot of things because I don't not do a lot of things because of fear, but I also don't believe that like there's no answer there. So I'll have to keep thinking on it. Greatest hits and worst misses. My longest list of this whole thing is my greatest hit. So that's like amazing. 
Love to hear it. Got engaged, went on a girl's trip to New Orleans, got to meet everyone in Austin at Dear Media IRL, ran a half marathon, Alex's bachelorette in Woodstock, Carly's engagement party, hit 10K on YouTube, moved apartment units with E and decorated it together, made it a home. Finally, skiing clicked for me. We did a full family trip to Florida. We haven't all gone on a trip in years. I worked with Lauren Bostick a lot more, and I started a run club. Mrs., there was an opportunity I didn't get that I really wanted, but it allowed me space in another area that's so vague and didn't work outside of the apartment enough. That was really like all I put. Almost done here, guys. Don't want to bore you with my stuff. But what did I learn this year? Stop taking people's advice or perspective as gospel. Again, what I spoke about before, creating content with intention is important to me. And it's not you know, naming me as being too strategic or inauthentic just because one person or a few people say that on social media because that's what works for them. It's not gospel. So this year, we're going to be intentional and authentic. And being intentional is going to allow me to stay authentic to my message, to my why, to my specific community, to my people, to content that's true to me. Okay, another thing I learned this year, I can do anything I put my mind to. My body is stronger than I think. If I train for anything, I can do it. Another thing I learned this year is play more. That's like more something for, I guess, going forward. But girls' nights, girls' trips, laughs with Ethan, playing tennis, getting outside, runs with Ethan, runs with run club, like activity, laughs with friends. I don't want to look back at my year and always just think work, work, work. So I'm really happy that I had a lot of play this year. Another thing I learned, you do have a choice. You can choose your priorities. You can choose to prioritize. So I may say, oh, my God, I have no time for all the things that I really want to do. But is it that or did I just there's things I want to do and I prioritized other things or I took on freelance projects that I didn't need to take on like There's always room to reprioritize, to wake up earlier, to do this instead of that. You get the point. Another thing I learned this year through taking kind of a break from YouTube, even though I was vlogging, but there was actually two months I did take a break. I learned that I love the creative process of YouTube. I thought I just loved hosting and that if I could one day just host the videos and everyone else do every other part of the YouTube channel for me, that I would be happy, but it's so not true. YouTube combines my passions for wellness, community, production, the creative process, and hosting. And that's a lot of passion and interest into one platform. So that's what I learned this year. And lastly, it's okay to be open and vulnerable with friends. This year, I really challenged myself to be so much more open. And it has felt so much more freeing not to feel like I'm hiding any family secrets or anything that I'm really going through in life from friends. I'm like so super almost overly open now with people and I enjoy opening up about every little thing with people and I think it fosters better friendships and whatnot. But I also learned guard your heart. So it's great to challenge yourself to be more vulnerable and be more open with friends and allow those friendships to feel closer, but you don't have to bear it all to everyone. Just because someone, you know, was your best friend in college or high school or whatever doesn't mean 
that you have to open up to them too. Know who you're talking to. Don't trust everyone, but the people that you know you can trust, trust them and foster closer relationships with them. So I kind of had to like, I'm happy I opened up, but I think there are certain people that may be like, oh, maybe I didn't have to open up to her about that stuff. Like I have enough other people to talk to about that stuff. I don't have to open up to every single person about every little thing and every little, you know, family thing, if that makes sense. Okay. So then three pages of focus. I kind of ended up breaking it out into different areas. So after all of those reflections, it started with social media, just like year of YouTube, authentic, intentional. Then I have a wedding planning section. Try not to work yourself up over things that haven't happened yet. I have such a habit of being anxious or worked up over something that might happen in like a family dynamic. And then it always ends up working out. So like, don't do that try not to stress about things that are out of your control or haven't happened yet. It's all going to work out. Career section, I kind of just said, let's fix what's not working. So maybe it's adjusting my hours. So I'm not working till seven, but maybe it's like nine to six. Maybe it's like editing all day until 7 p.m. isn't working for me at home. But maybe if I can split up my days more or sacrifice working from – I. I used to work from coffee shops all the time and I really work at home all the time now because I need my monitors, but I think I need to stop using that as an excuse and just bring my laptop to coffee shops, bring it, just start working outside the apartment more. I think it'll help me a lot. Uh, Relationships with Ethan, stay playful, be a team throughout wedding planning, keep it fun and do a trip this year that's just you two traveling. Friends, a girl's night is never a bad idea. See There's like certain people I want to see more. The wellness area, prioritize you. Run with people to add community to running to fuel me so I don't get burnt out from running. Always have time and space in the morning. Try to shut off my technology earlier. Change up my probiotics more. Keep running, meditate more, read more. Overall, try to get off this. So this is like after all of that said and done on the last of the three pages, I just said like these are my overall takeaways. Try to get off screens whenever you can. Adjust what's draining you at work. Maybe it's your hours. Trim the fat. Girls' nights always. Try more group runs. Maybe it's getting into a run club, starting your run club up again, running with friends. Work on not getting worked up prematurely. More travel with Ethan. Get creative on YouTube and enjoy it. So that's my reflection. I hope that helps you guys with your seven questions. It's never too late. Like I think this whole week, it's okay to like work on and flesh out your resolutions, your reflections, your intentions, whatever it is for you. And then just to help you along the way, I'm going to give you some pod recommendations for the new year. So some podcasts that I've been loving listening to this week, Gracie Norton has a new podcast called Wellness Her Way. If you have not listened to it yet and you're a wellness girl, Go listen to every episode. But this one this week was with Sydney Adams, and I'm loving it because they both had similar journeys where their hormones were out of whack, their gut health, their acne, their weight. Like they had a full health transformation, and I love listening to those episodes. And then I loved OK Sis this week. They did a similar thing to me where they didn't just do, here's how to wake up earlier and here's how to be healthier. They spoke through their specific reflections and I found it just really inspiring and an amazing listen. 
Uh, Dream Bigger is Sif. She's the founder of Array. She had a whole series all of December every week where it was like a New Year's overhaul, like a different episode on the topic every week. And it was all solo episodes. Highly recommend that. Loved that series. And then here are a few that are on queue that I have not listened yet, but are in my queue. Fun and Gains podcast with Brittany Upton, I believe her name is, or Lupton. She's a YouTuber I watch. She That's going to be like your fitness New Year's episode. Uh, Pursuit of Wellness is, how do you say her name? Mari Llewellyn. She has like a wellness tips for 2024 episode. Also, CMOS Girlies has a 2024 wellness trends episode. And then Mariana Hewitt's podcast, Life with Mariana. She has had also, similar to Sif, like a bunch of solo episodes leading up to the new year. And I listened to a few of them. They're very relaxing to listen to. And those are all my podcast recommendations. Go add them to your queue. DM me any other ones that you are listening to that I did not mention. I love you guys so much. Happy New Year. DM me any of your reflections, resolutions. Put on your Instagram story your more and less list with this podcast episode so we can all share them together on Instagram. And I love you. Happy New Year.